Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Rob Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is, what is today? September 10th? 11th? 11th? Oh, God. How do I not day long? September 11th, 2020. Two days until kickoff. Buccaneers beating the mess out of the New Orleans Saints in their home stadium with no fans. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll be in the stadium. We don't know. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, what do we got for news, Molly? Anything? You're going to do a summation? Do we do we have any uh, fact checks or follow ups? I don't recall. <laughs> we're we're totally one hundred percent prepared for this. You know, I swear we had some fact checks and follow ups. Hmm, okay. Probably, but I'm sure I'm sure we did. <laughs> you know what? For all you fans out there that listen to this, whenever you hear anything that you think is a fact check or follow up. Let us know. Send us the information, especially when Molly is wrong. Let us know Mm-mm. so that uh, we can correct that on air. Get our fact checks and follow-ups in. We have dropped the ball on the fact checks and follow-ups this podcast. You know, if you didn't bring it up, no one would notice. Everybody notices. <laughs> it's the best segment. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. <laughs> All right, so the Buccaneers named their team captains this week. We have Mike Evans and Tom Brady on offense. On defense, we have Levante David and Devin White, who Levante was actually named for his seventh straight year. Very impressive. And then on special teams, Bradley Pinion and Kevin Minter were nominated. Mr. Minter. So it's just interesting, and I mentioned this in the news segment we did. Uh, last year, it was kind of a thing where Jameis Winston was not named a captain. That's right. Jameis Winston was not captain of his own football team. That was kind of a uh, red flag, wasn't it? Yeah, that it? should have been. In hindsight, hindsight, we can say, well, it was a good indication he wasn't going to be here next year. At the time, we justified it. What was our justification? I no, do not no. remember. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, whatever. Well, he's just, he's it's just, just interesting to know. I mean, Tom Brady, he's just came in this year. Tom Brady hasn't played a snap for us. He's already I mean, captain. It's Tom Brady. But, it's Tom Brady. Yeah. So. We should have made him captain while he was still at the Patriots. Seriously. It's Tom Brady, man. <laughs> the Broncos announced that fan attendance for week three when we face them in mile high they'll allow 5,700 fans or exactly 5,700 yeah seven and a half percent of the stadium's total capacity man i you know, <laughs> who's the genius that came up with that one i would I love, really know. like to have like that it's not, it doesn't even seem worth it <laughs> like, well, why bother know, the the kansas city fans last night now, the announcer said we didn't uh, touch this audio up or anything. I'm sure they had it boosted up a little bit. Uh, but it was a relatively loud crowd. It was pretty loud. Yeah. 
Speaking of which, before we get any further, what do you think of the game last night? Uh, it was okay. I missed like the third quarter, putting the kid to bed. Um, I was happy to watch football again. Oh, you were. You were so excited. I was so excited. Usually I'm the one that's all excited. I know. I even made it through the whole game. Yes. Even after having laid down for a little while with the kid, came back, not rejuvenated. Uh, No, I I thought you were going to pass out. Yeah, I thought it was a possibility. (laughs) I had a beer, so two beers, beer and a half. Uh, It was uh, the Texans were underwhelming. Yes. And it was kind of a repeat of what happened in the playoffs. Like, Kansas City just destroyed them. Yeah, honestly, it really I didn't think it was that exciting of a game. It really was a beatdown by Kansas City. Kansas City did some interesting things. It was fun. I mean, the Texans weren't too bad, but well, it, just, it, it really, was not an exciting game. Yeah, I don't really like the, watching the AFC I know. at all. Like, I'm just saying <laughs> it has no bearing on anything for me, so I just don't really care as much. Yeah, it is so weird. AFC games are just so, uh, to me. Yeah, that's how, I'm just like, eh. But, you know, defending Super Bowl champs and, you know, doesn't appear like they've lost a step. And frankly, it didn't seem like the lack of a preseason affected them. Like no, either there wasn't team. As, there wasn't as many injuries as I thought there would no be. No injuries and it was not sloppy football. Mm-mm, no. Like it just looked like a regular season game. So that kind of did surprise me. Yeah, I think the uh, first half they had two penalties or something like that. Right. Really low, low amount. Yeah, it was encouraging to me. Like, you didn't see a ton of injuries. You didn't see a whole lot of screwing up. Now, both of these teams are established, have been together for a while. So that could be it, too. Mm. I mean, the Texans, they did lose DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and it Which, showed too. Yeah, I it thought showed. so too. Absolutely, there was that one was pass, a huge mistake. One pass right in dude's hands, Johnson. I or think Will like. Fuller. Uh, yeah, it might have been Which Will he's Fuller. always been hit or miss. Always one, been he's always got injury problems, and I know this because I had him in fantasy. <laughs> and two, he's just unreliable. I mean, he's hit or miss. And, but it landed right in his hands, and that happened a couple times, but this one in particular, it, right in his hands, and he dropped it, and I, I was like. DeAndre Hopkins, he never drops balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, mm-hmm. they just do not drop balls. I was like, eh, well, you're going to miss him. Yeah. Oh, what did you think of Andy's face shield? <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing the whole time. He was, there were he, a lot of jokes on Twitter about wiper, it. Man. I know something. And it finally got to the point, I'm sure he couldn't see, he like kind of lifted, lifted it, up, it up. And I'm like, that totally defeats the purpose. Well, Bruce Arians was going to wear a face shield something similar to that but he's decided mm-hmm. after watching that game and i'm pretty sure every coach in the league has decided that nah. so uh, bruce arians is going to wear a cloth mask and sunglasses well Rapper to me glasses. i'm like they didn't think about this beforehand because anyone mm. who wears glasses like i don't wear glasses anymore but Anyone who does, that's all you hear about the mask is they always fog up their glasses. And I actually know someone who their eye doctor gave them like some kind of salve to put on the glasses so that it won't fog up anymore. Mm. So you would think the NFL would have invested in some of that. (laughs) When he first walked out there, I had no idea what that was on his face. I just started cracking up. I was like, what is he doing? (laughs) Well, I'm sure it's something the NFL, you know, they give them a few choices. Like you can take the shield or have a mask. Um, They didn't 
like with the mask, it's got the drawback too because you know you have your headset over your mouth and then the mask like mm. muffles it. Like for me, I have a hard time talking to people because I'm a mumbler anyway. And mumbler. with the mask on, yeah, and if there's any background noise, like you can't hear me at all. So I can't even imagine with these headsets what a nightmare it must be to have the mask, you know, over your face and your mouth and then trying to talk into a headset, which, you know, you can't always hear anyway. So it's just, I mean, they're they're doing the best that they can with the circumstances, but it's just, what a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, true enough. All right, enough of that AFC mess. <laughs> Let's talk some Buccaneers. Okay. Hold on, let me see. You got caught you unprepared? No, no, I just have a ton of notes, and it's like a novel. I'm going to read through everything. Okay, so we named our protected players. This week, remember, from the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And they are the kicker, Greg Greg Palmer, quarterback Josh Rosen, cornerback Mazzy Wilkins, and Mazzie. wide receiver Cyril Grayson. Which, as I understand it with Cyril, he is a returner. So if anything were to happen to who's returning kicks? For us? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Dang it. It's going to come to me later. Anyway, if anything happens to him, we got Cyril on the practice squad. Gosh, what is that guy's name? It's our receiver. It's not Tyler Johnson, is it? It's not Tyler Johnson. It's the other one. Anyway, it'll come to me. Oh, we ended up signing running back Kenjin Barner to the practice squad. And he's going to be wearing number 44. Dari's number. Mm. Uh, so I was correct. He did play with the Panthers and the Falcons. And he played with the Eagles, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Ravens, and now the Bucks. So that's 17. He's been with seven teams, 30 years old. So like a new team every year. But he's on our practice squad now, so welcome, Kenjin. The Bucks announced the uniform schedule. The uniform schedule? The uniform okay. schedule. Okay. What do we got? Uh, we're going to... Okay, this is per Bucks wire. We'll wear the all-white for nine games. Ugh. I know. What? That's kind of how I Why? feel, too. And, like, I remember Ryan Jensen, he was like, you know, the all-white uniforms make a 300-pound lineman look like a 400-pound lineman. <laughs> like, <laughs> Big marshmallow. They're, yeah. they're like pajama. They look like long johns. And especially, like, when it gets wet, if it's raining, it's like a wet T-shirt contest with all the guys. It's terrible. That is terrible. That's a terrible visual you yeah, gave me. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that. I mean, you can't unsee it. Uh, we'll, we'll wear the red jerseys for four of the games and the pewter jerseys just three times. So that sucks. But we'll see the pewter in week three against the Broncos. Okay. Kay. So the first two games are all white? I don't know. We wear them nine out of 16 games. That's so. horrible. I know. Ugh. When are we wearing the uh, alternative jerseys? I don't know. 
It doesn't say? No. What are the alternatives? The pewters? Yeah. Oh, three times. Oh, we're wearing them three times? Yes. So hold on. So that's 12 right there. So four times we're going to wear the red jerseys. Yes, that's what I said. Oh, God. Did you say that? Yeah. I need to start listening mm-hmm. to you. Huh? I know. I don't know what you're doing over there. Not listening. <laughs> Not listening. Listen, this reminds me. I was listening to the Salty Dogs podcast. And I, who's the co-host? Not Scott Smith, the other guy. I cannot remember his I name either. His name. Yeah, he's a media I cannot guy. Yeah. think of anyone's names today. Yeah. They're just escaping me. Welcome to my world. Anyway, Scott Smith was bitching at him the whole time because he kept getting on his phone. He even like got up and walked across the room to get his phone. <laughs> <laughs> like while they're recording well, a podcast. I don't know. They're in a podcast. He said, I, I had a mess. That's so I had, rude. I know. I would never do that. <laughs> Ralph has, has his phone now. All right. So football. Football. Okay. Football. I'm just trying to go through my notes. Hold on. Okay. You ready to get to our game preview? Yes. 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) So the final injury report was released today. Oh, bad news for the Bucs, too. Mike Evans is, he did return to practice today, but he's listed as doubtful. NBA is saying it will be a game time decision. Yeah, you know, I I can only recall one person that was put on doubtful last year and they didn't play. Yeah. So it's not looking good for Mike Evans. Somebody Which said sucks it, because I got him in fantasy football. I know. That does suck for you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ralph did that <laughs> trade and the league is mad. Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah. Thanks to the YouTube comments. Y'all told me to make the trade. So I was trading. I was offered Chris Godwin for. And somebody else, too. Some trash uh, yeah, player. Uh, like a, a trash bench. player. Uh, girly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he's on the Saints now. I mean, the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons so, yeah, yeah, he's trash. Yeah. So, I was offered them for the fat, for the uh, Christian McCaffrey. Now, if you're not aware, if you haven't listened to the podcast, I drafted every single Buccaneer player I could. I have uh, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, uh, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, uh, LaShawn McCoy, Ryan Suckup. Buccaneers defense and Ron Gronkowski. Ron He's Gronkowski. just out of control. I, I everyone I could get. Well, I couldn't get Chris Godwin. This other guy had Chris Godwin, my nemesis. Well, anyhow, he offers a trade, and I at first I was going to take it immediately, and then I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! This is this is Christian McCaffrey here. I, I need to really think about this." And plus, the guy that wanted to trade it's a keeper league. He's got Alvin Kamara, so. I eventually, you know, I asked the YouTubes and the listeners, hey, what should I do here? What do you think I should do? Well, I was offered the advice to just make the trade. Dang it. Do it. So I did. I I, I might as well have smacked a baby. <laughs> I mean, I have people in the league messaging me going, you better veto them. Oh, yeah. They're vetoing it. They're, they're going to veto like, it all. I don't, I don't care that much. I mean, it's not just because it's my husband. It's because I wouldn't interfere with anybody. Oh, I would. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know. I I'm just like, in a heartbeat if I was, I'm a live and let live kind of person. I just don't give a that's shit. That's why you had never won the championship. <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> I don't get all salty when people have trades that I'm jealous of. Yeah. So that's immediately the, the uh, commissioner of the league texted me. It, 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 almost like two minutes after I pressed the accept <laughs> button, 
He texted me and he was like, "What? Are, what is this? What are, what you, are doing? you doing? You do realize this is a keeper league. He's going to have a dynasty for years and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get my Buccaneers on." And uh, so anyhow, he went out and started get, gathering everybody to veto it. Right, and you know, I'm in the precarious position because I'm in the league too. I don't want to get accused of collusion. And initially, they didn't let wives in for that reason. Yeah. And I had to, well, Ralph, on my behalf, bitched enough that they let me in. <laughs> <laughs> and we do not collude because she, we don't. she does not want to collude with me. I have tried and tried and yeah. tried. I have honor and integrity, Ralph. Ralph's a cheater. Hey. <laughs> if you sleep with dogs, you're going to get fleas, woman. <laughs> Plus, like, how many uh, championships have you won? Like <laughs> More than three? you with your honesty and integrity. Where's your right. honesty and integrity <laughs> rings at, huh? <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, that's the saga with the fantasy football. So, Mike Evans most likely is not going to play. I will be surprised if he plays. I will not be upset if he plays. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, I won't be upset if he sits out either. Because oh, I'm like... It would be so nice to win this game, though. It, it, well, I don't think we would lose it just because he's not playing. Yeah, true enough, but... I mean, we're just so stacked at that position. One game is not going to kill us. And especially this early in the season. I know it's a division opponent, so you really need all your weapons there. But it's like the first game of the season. You don't want him coming back too early and then it becoming more serious. I just want to be the first team to have three wide receivers get 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns apiece. You know, I don't want Mike Evans to miss out on that. <laughs> That's true. Maybe they can spread it around at the tight ends instead. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, we also had Andrew Adams on the injury report. He was limited on Wednesday, but returned Thursday. That one's also a hamstring injury. Parnell Motley, same thing. JPP missed Thursday, but it wasn't injury related, and he returned on Friday. And Domikong Sue, he missed Friday, but it was not injury related either. And that then a, that was a big boy day there. <clears throat> yeah, big boy. Yeah, veteran the veteran. Day. I know. He probably just went down. over to him. and was like, "Yeah, I don't feel like practicing today." And they were like, okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they get to miss practice. Like, if they have an excuse, like, "Oh, I had a doctor's appointment," something. Probably not, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Domicon Sue, one, does not need to practice. No. You no. Know, it's actually, JPP neither. Uh, right. Like, he's fine. You know, I mean, these guys get a few reps in during offseason. I mean, they've been playing so long. They're masters of what they do. And uh, you actually, don't want to fatigue them. It's actually better, right? That, that would be the only thing I would say they need to do is, you know, to get that conditioning in. Mm-hmm. But it's actually better for the team if they don't practice because then the second string guys get those first string reps. Mm. Oh, speaking of the second string guys, on that podcast I listened to with the Salty Dogs, Quentin Bell was on there. And I think previously I had said that he was an undrafted free agent rookie, and that is not accurate. That could have been a fact check. Okay, fact check. (laughs) Quentin Bell is not an undrafted free agent rookie. Uh, He was actually drafted by the Raiders, I guess, last year and didn't make it there, came here. And interesting, he played wide receiver in college, and now he's an outside linebacker. Hmm. So uh, I know, right? And he, like, had to put on a bunch of weight. He must not have been good at catching the ball. 
I don't know, but his coaches, I think there was like a change in the coaching staff and the coaches were like, hey, we think you could play here. This was during college. In, he, in he college, was, yeah. And then he was kind of mad that they said that, but then he did it. And he probably had that streak. Uh, guys that play football, you know this. There, there are those mentality guys, those guys that like to hit people. Those are the guys that are on the defense. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't matter how big they are, or whatever. If they like to hit people, you yeah, put them maybe on the they saw that. In yeah, them. they probably saw that. He's probably <laughs> catching the ball and then targeting people to go <laughs> after them. people over. I love those. Not that we did. And finally, on the injury report, Ryan Smith had an ankle injury. Yeah. He also was limited Wednesday, but returned Thursday, so he is a go. The only person doubtful on the injury report is Mike. We can't we can't miss Ryan Smith, man. Last yeah. year when he was out, our special team sucked. But then yeah. when he came back, man, we were top notch. Like that boy is fantastic on special teams. Mm-hmm. Best yep. in the league, if you ask me. Agreed. Uh, the Saints on their end, defensive end Marcus Davenport has an elbow injury. He is out. Right guard Cesar Ruiz has an ankle injury. He is also out. And safety PJ Williams was limited, suffered a hamstring injury, so he was Damn. limited Thursday and Friday. So he's three is starters, questionable. Well, all, the, yeah. all three of those guys are starters. And then their punter Blake Gillikin, they sent him to IR with a back injury. Do they have a punter? I don't know. That'd be awesome if they didn't. Sucks for them. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right, they gotta clear the COVID procedures mm. and all this. So. Man. You would hope that if they put him on IR, they'd have a kind of contingency plan. So speaking of which, I don't know if you were going to cover this or not, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyhow. Uh, The New Orleans Saints had not cleared it with the city of New Orleans to play in the dang stadium. Now, we didn't find this out until (coughs) yesterday. Mm -hmm. And everybody is like, what? Are we going to play football in the, the dome or what? Yeah. And I don't think there's real definitive answer yet. Well, the... The local paper or whatever, NOLA.com, put out an article and said, it's fine. They qualify for the workplace exemption. It'll go on as planned. But the statement about they didn't know they were um, applying for the exemption, that came from Sean Payton. (laughs) So I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I mean, he probably knows a little more about it than we do, you know, than the newspaper. newspaper. but. Uh, yeah, it's just really weird because New Orleans has the COVID law where you can't have 50 or more gathered. Is that it? Right. They're they're in phase two and the whole state is um, moving to phase three on Friday. So today, but except for New Orleans, because <laughs> they're not ready to reopen yet. So uh, the organization needed to apply for this exemption. I think it's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of a thing on Twitter. Everyone was in a in a kerfuffle. How funny would that be? Is that everybody shows up and the doors are locked <laughs> at the Mercedes Dome? They don't let like, you in. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, no, we, nobody told us you were coming, so they have to go and play at the high school down the street or something. I mean, they could just as well because there ain't gonna be no fans there. I know. Yeah, so yeah who cares? that's true. They could play in the parking lot for all I care. Just play. Just play. All right. So what's happening? That's the end of the injury report? Yep. Okay. We're done. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Let's wrap it up.
Okay, so I went through the New Orleans roster to see how it might be a little different. Unfortunately, they haven't changed that much, and so that sucks. Hey, they got uh, Jameis Winston, though. That's true. Third-string quarterback. It really <laughs> shocked me. I was really surprised by that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I actually didn't put that in my notes. <laughs> forgot about it yeah, anyway but you forgot totally about james <laughs> yeah. well no i had it like further down but okay so they have added emmanuel sanders wide receiver so he was an upgrade from ted ginn jr wait so, they, didn't they have sanders last year no really yes i think he was with i don't know if he was with denver no uh dang that's weird i could have swore they got him he last year. just um He's a bouncer. I mean, he's been everywhere. Three teams. This will be his third. Denver. Denver somewhere else in New Orleans. I I feel like Miami, but that might not be right. Hmm. You could always say Miami and you've got a pretty good shot. That's a correct answer. (laughs) He went there and got paid. Everybody goes there at least (laughs) once. Ryan Fitzpatrick is now their starting quarterback. That's just, man, what a crap team. <laughs> they got four weeks of spectacular football coming. It'll be really awesome. Yeah. Uh, they lost strong safety Vaughn Bell to Cincinnati, but they gained Malcolm Jenkins from the Eagles. Mm. So, and of course, I think he was drafted by New Orleans. He was there. He played there early in mm. his career, anyway. Right. So, of course, him and Drew Brees are buddies. They drafted, okay, this one's weird. In the first, or their first pick, they drafted offensive lineman Cesar Ruiz. Um, who is now out. Who's out, yeah. The Bucks, um, Scott Smith, he wrote the preview article for the game, and he's got Cesar listed as the center, but the depth chart of New Orleans has him listed as right guard. And I tried to figure out, Like, what the heck is he supposed to play? And in his bio on New Orleans website, it says that he'll be competing at both the center and guard positions. So that was a little weird to me that they're kind of flipping them around. Do you get that a lot on offensive lines? I feel like like you have a right guard that plays right guard all the time, not... Yeah, no. Not necessarily. No, it usually takes a couple years for them to figure out where they're get a play at okay um so he's replacing larry warford who mm-hmm. the team let go in the off season yeah which really surprised me but, but he had a big salary too oh he did yeah and i think they ran into a bunch of cap issues this year so oh yeah uh but caesar is out this game so it won't matter maybe we'll see him next time they also lost Kiko Alonso, linebacker. Hmm. They lost cornerback Eli Apple to the Panthers. But he's being replaced by Janoris Jenkins, who played third string last year, and he was acquired by the team in mid-December. So he's had an off-season to get acclimated. And then... Um, Marcus Davenport, who, of course, is not playing this week, but he ended last season on IR, as well as defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins. He's back. And then linebacker Alex Anzalone. 
um, and he's back. So he's starting where Kiko Alonso was starting last year. As far as Jameis, uh, Byron Leftwich said this week that they are changing some of the term or the terminology will be different so that Jameis won't really know. <laughs> Take that, Saints. Which that never even occurred to me. Really, we talked about how they might have just know, got Jameis just to get the, the, playbook, the playbook. Maybe. Mm. But I didn't even think about it for the matchup coming up. And yeah, it is something. Uh, Sean Payton would do because he's oh yeah he's a, a shady he's a shady, shady you know how I know because it's exactly <laughs> what I would have done <laughs> shady <laughs> so we beat New Orleans the last time it was that first game in 2018 with Fitzmagic where he threw for first first game of the season 400 yeah. plus yards 48 points it was just outrageous prepare yourselves Miami I know <laughs> You're going to have a really good week one. Uh, but we have not beat them since then. Yeah. And last season, Shaq Barrett only managed one sack between the two games. Drew Brees is very, very hard to sack. Mm -hmm. He's just like Tom Brady. They're very difficult to sack because they will throw the ball as soon as anybody gets near them. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. They will throw it in the ground, get a intentional grounding call, which they rarely do get called. There's plenty that should Never be called. Call it. Yeah, don't get me started. Uh, but uh, it's just because Drew can't get it over the line sometimes. Yeah, between the noodle arm and being <laughs> four foot five. <laughs> oh, stop being a heightist. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've seen it many a time <clears throat> where you've got Drew Brees in your grafts going to the ground, and he just throws the ball out. Yeah, you know, in the dirt. So you know, Jack Barrett was getting to it. Yeah. The, 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 really, the best you can hope against Drew Brees is maybe one sack and a lot of pressures. You can intercept him, right? Well, yeah. He throws an intercept. I know. The defensive. That's the way to get to him, just intercept him. Yeah. Or just stand there with your hands up. He can't see <laughs> over anybody's just helmet. Just it down. Or just put Goldston there. His other one, Anthony Nelson. Uh -huh. Patrick O'Connor. Just yeah. line them up. And have them yeah. Yeah. With them long arms. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Uh, did you know that Ryan Griffin came from New Orleans? He spent his first two seasons there. I think we did know that. But if you would have asked me before you asked me, I would have said no. He, that We got him first. Isn't that crazy? In 2013 and 2014, he was with them. That's crazy. So I'm like, good Lord, how are you that old? <laughs> This is going to be his, what, eighth year in the league? I know. It's crazy. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting will be handling Michael Thomas. Woo, doggy. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. No. I'm like, meh. No. I mean. I'd rather see Jamal Dean on there, but, uh, yeah. Smoke. SMB. That's going to be fun to watch right there. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, our secondary is going to be trial by fire week one, aren't they? Definitely. And, you know, I am just ready to um, get this taste out of my mouth from the last two games. So I've got the stats up here do from it. our first matchup do with them. I was, I was, so awful. I was all happy today. I know. <clears throat> so this was our first matchup week six, I guess, or five. I can't tell. 
James Winston was sacked six times. <laughs> By Ugh. the Saints. Ugh. He threw for 204 yards. Oh, my God. Two touchdowns. No interceptions, so that's nice. He had a... Is this right? Wait, is that one game? Or is that Yeah, combined? that's... No, that's the first <laughs> Look, he has a QBR... I hope I'm reading this right, of 17.5. Whoa. Man. He went 15 for 27. In Ron, hindsight, we can laugh at it. Yeah, we had 94 yards rushing. We had 204 passing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jameis did have a fumble. Uh, Peyton Barber played pretty good in that game, if I recall correctly. Nope, he had negative one yards. Okay. Well, I did not <laughs> recall correctly. Was that game one? Oh, wait. Yeah, no, wait. He had 32 yards. <laughs> oh, that was receipt. He had negative one receiving. He only had 32 yards. yards. Uh, Rojo had 35. Okay. So, I mean, but compared to their normal stats, that's, <laughs> that's like <awesome>. average. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty average. We allowed 112 yards rushing. So we held Camara to 62 yards. That was nice. Teddy Bridgewater threw for 314 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, that was. remember that was when Drew Brees was hurt. Yeah, no, I don't remember. I must have blacked this game out totally. Yeah. 345 yards receiving, had a fumble. So that game was pretty ugly. Four touchdowns, like, come on, guys. Wait, Come on, man. Who had four touchdowns? I mean, yeah, they had four touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, and six sacks on Jameis Winston. Yeah, six sacks on Jameis Winston. So the you ain't going to see that with Tom Brady, I'll tell you that. Okay, so the second game, Jameis did a little bit. He only got sacked two times, threw two touchdowns, four interceptions. So... Do we want the six sacks or do we want the four interceptions? Like, I'll take a sack worse? over yeah, an interception. I think so too. He did throw for 313 yards, had a quarterback rating slightly better at 51.6. Uh, and Drew Brees was back this game, had three touchdowns, 228 yards with his little noodle arm. <laughs> um, well, was that the second game or first game? Second. That was the second game? Yeah. Man. I swore we did better in that first game. No. That's not. <clears throat> they had in the in this game they had 109 yards rushing. So Alvin Kamara did slightly better with 75 yards. And Jameis was our longest rusher that oh gosh. He got 23 yards. We had total 36 yards rushing that game. Yuck. Like what an ugly showing. Hmm. Four oh. interceptions. Four interceptions. And a fumble. Man, Don't forget Lord. the fumble. Oof. Glad that's out of the I know. system. We ain't got to deal with that mess anymore. Let the Saints have that mess. <laughs> we had one sack. Mike Edwards had a sack. That was it. Hmm. All right. So now, that was the past. What's the future? What are we going to win? Yeah. What's your prediction? Okay. My prediction is 38 to 31 Damn. bucks. All right. Put 
putting up some putting up some numbers there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I will go 3528. Bucks. Bucks. We're such homework. <laughs> we do this every year. <laughs> And then eventually, when we get on like a lose trick, we just quit doing the prediction. <laughs> no, we don't, do we? Yeah. <gasps> you know, I think last year, like when we got to, I think the Seattle game, that whole streak of losing, I was just like, I don't think I did previews for like three weeks after that. We were just drinking and talking. Yeah, mm. basically. I'm excited to get into some film work. That I know. Is. I was thinking we should have watched those two games, but I don't want to watch them after listening <laughs> to that. Good lord! <laughs> Ugh. Uh, is that wrapping up the summary? Yeah. For the game, let's talk about what our expectations are in this game. Expectations are our secondary is going to be a lot better, a lot, lot better. It's not going to be a lot of this because. Uh, <laughs> Vernon Hargreaves, if you didn't watch him last night, he was giving up some passes. Uh, he's not there anymore. So, you know, these guys are really good. I, I like these guys. They can stick to men. They play a lot of man coverage. They got that length. So it's not going to be real easy for the Saints. Now, we're not going to stop them from scoring. They're, they're one of those teams you just, you just don't stop them from scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to be able to run on us, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our run defense is going to be better this year than last year. Yeah. If you can believe that. And we held Camara last year. Mm-hmm. To so what, 75 yards? Yeah. Under games. 100, both games. Yeah. And that wasn't pure rushing, was it? Or was it? Just, that was just rushing. That was just yeah. rushing? Okay. Uh, this year, you got to remember that last year our defense was in a totally, totally different system. We switched from a 4-3 to a 3-4. Uh, you know, everybody switched to positions, the responsibilities, the language. Everything was totally different. Everything from 2018 to 2019. So last year was really these guys getting acclimated to it. We mm-hmm. had Kevin White, rookie on the team. He was a leader. He was designated. Did you call him Kevin? Yeah, <laughs> Devin White. <laughs> <laughs> the names tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're not at 100% here. Mm-mm. So... There was a lot the defense really had to learn and deal with. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Call him Kevin. Kevin White. He just does not look like a Kevin. And uh, <sighs> he looks like a Devin? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, he looks like a Devin. It's Devin. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of young guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and our the older guys didn't play well. You know, they didn't. When I say that, I'm thinking of VH3 and uh, MJ Stewart, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so, anyhow, it was it was a learning year last year. And towards the end of the year, those guys were on fire. Now, our defensive line, top-notch. Ask me. I'm going to say they're the best in the league. Right. And we've had no turnover. I mean, no turnover Carl Nassib. Carl Nassib and Bo Allen. But that, yeah. The rotational guys, but starters were all the same. Right. And, you know, so I I think we're going to put a lot of pressure on them. And, you know, they're weak on the offensive line. They got rid of uh, the right guard. They got this mm-hmm. rookie in there. Now he's hurt. Don't know who's playing. You know, some scrub is going to be filling in for him going up against Namakong Su, Vita Vea. Come on. That's going to be it. Uh, Come on. Yeah, it's going to be a well, lot of Well, I'd almost passes. rather see them go up against that rookie. 
Yeah, true. I want a piece of that rookie. <laughs> I want some rookie meat. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's only fair. They're getting Tristan Wirth, so. Right, right. And That's the thing. They're probably scared. They're scared? Mm-hmm. They didn't want to put their rookie up to that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to put him up against Nam Kong Su. Good mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-mm. Uh, and that's an interesting thing too you brought up Tristan Worth it's going to be fun watching him yeah you know? I've heard interesting things about him I'm really intrigued yes yes I'm very excited to watch him I think there's certainly a learning curve and what everyone says is the speed of the game is just so much yeah. faster yeah. so that's kind of an adjustment but I do think that they'll try to put some help over there for him I hope they do put Gronk over there He's a great blocker. And our offense is just going to be unstoppable this year. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't think we're going to score less than 21 points a game all year. Well, I am more concerned about the offense than I am the defense. Just in the sense that these guys need to adjust to each other. And while they've had the whole offseason to do so and they've done a lot of work, it's just that game speed mm-hmm. is just you do have to get into that rhythm. And yeah. I do feel like this game could be an adjustment yes. period. Like we don't have a preseason and it worked out fine last night for Houston and Kansas City. But again, they are mostly intact mm-hmm. and they have played together for a while. So and on with the Buccaneers, like I wouldn't normally say it would be such a big deal, but you did replace like the most pivotal part of your offense in your quarterback. Right, so, right. Yeah, and, the, and it's been an upgrade, but still, there's just not an adjustment period. And these receivers that we got, you know, Mike Evans, whether he plays or not, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, they're used to getting balls thrown to them from Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Totally different type of throw, pass, mm-hmm. targeting. I think it's going to be easier to catch it from Tom Brady, but they're going to have to get used to it, like you said, at game yeah. speed. And we don't know how that's going to work out yet. It might take a couple of weeks for them to all gel. Yeah, that would not surprise me. And from what we've heard, the offense is kind of a hybrid between Tom Brady and the Bucks offense. Which is what I totally expect. We're going to see yeah. a lot more drag yeah. routes, crossing routes, but stuff like that. for um the Bucks, who are familiar with the system, now they're having to adjust to Tom Brady. So yeah. there is that. Yeah. And, you know, there the might be thing, a little learning curve there. The good thing about this is, you know, you got a great point that they have to work together. And this is going to be their first time playing at game speed with mm-hmm. impact and everything. Except Ron Gronkowski. Mm. Tom Brady and Gronkowski have played together for a long, long time. Yeah. So yeah. that is a huge plus in this situation. That is absolutely true. I did not even think about that. But Gronk has been out for a year. Ah, he's Gronk. He can do it. Like, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. I mean, he looks like he's in fine shape, whatever, you know, but... Um, I mean, who knows? It might be like riding a bike, but he might also have to... Knock some of the rust off. Yeah, he might get hit one time and go like, oh, man, oh. I forgot about this Yeah, <laughs> All those old lingering injuries. I, I mean, how much metal does he have in him? Well, he used to always wear that darn huge The arm elbow. brace, yeah. He's not wearing that this year yet. Oh, he's not? Nope. Huh? Nope. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Now, our our special teams is going to be totally different. We've got... Totally different returners, totally different kickers. Gosh, who the heck is that returner? That's going to drive me insane. Uh, man, I know. I'm going to look it up. 
Okay. You look that up. Uh, but, you know, special teams, I just don't really care about that much. <laughs> I just says, don't. But it's very important. I mean, it is. But in today's NFL, it does not make or break a game, I don't think. It used to be so much more important. I know. But, you know, on special teams, we do have Keith Tandy in there. You mean Ryan Smith? No, huh? as a as a coach, we got some oh, coaches. Oh, that's there. right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about yeah. that. Man, teeth candy. Teeth candy. I love me some teeth candy. <laughs> all right, so we're both pretty confident. Uh, I never want to guess this. Jaden Mickens. Mickens. Yeah. Does it ring a bell? Because it did no, not ring uh, a bell. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he is our kick returner and punt returner. Yes. And our punter is still Pinion, right? <clears throat> yep. Bradley Pinion. And our kicker is Ryan Suckup. So, you know, we got a lot of changes on our special teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Smith's going to be out there to make the tackles, though, so we're good on that in that area. Uh, so we're both pretty confident that the Buccaneers are going to win this? No. No? <laughs> If I'm honest, no. <laughs> but I'm a homer, so unapologetically. Unapologetically. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with the box because, you know, screw it. Forget it. Yeah. Whatever. In our, I mean, um, it's not gonna it's not gonna be a blowout. That's for darn sure. No, absolutely. It'll be a shootout. That's for sure. Yeah, for either team. I mean, yeah. And the big thing about this, you know, there's a lot of talent on both teams. There's a lot of, you know, elite uh, future NFL, the Hall of Fame players on both mm-hmm. teams. The coaches are really, really, really good, mm-hmm. and they are going to compete against each other drastically. I, <clears throat> I remember last year mm-hmm. doing the game film, seeing so many little wrinkles that uh, Sean Payton put in that were just fascinating that we actually copied later. Uh, the, the the linebackers doing that twist thing where where they would jump backwards and then for yeah, that was. And yeah, then, they looked weird. They it was like they were like line dancing, like they jumped. And face each other, mm-hmm. and then fa- and then jumped and turned them and it, at yeah, a ninety degree angle. The, yeah, the it was quarterback weird. blitzed in. It was very strange. It, it was really cool though, and I, I was fascinated by it. And then, sure enough, we started doing that later in the year, and I was like, "Awesome!" I do expect Sean Payton to use Jameis Winston to fuck with us for sure, no question. Oh yeah, he's going to have him out there. Oh as yeah, a, as a the coin flip, you know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. But the thing is, like, Jameis is not intimidating. <laughs> like, and I don't mean that in, like, a mean way. Like, just his personality. He's yeah. just happy-go-lucky. He's, He's a goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a good rapport with everybody in the locker room. They all love him. Yeah. Like, it's just not, it's not going to have the effect that Sean wants it to have. I don't think. We'll go out there and do his... Eat some W's. Oh, my God. Thing. Please do not. Yeah. I just can't watch that anymore. Like that, I get triggered when people <laughs> post that in GIF. I'm just like, oh, God, why? You got to go to your safe space. Why? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be a great game one way or the other. I do think the Saints have an edge because of just their consistency. Yeah, like yeah. they've had yeah. the same team for so long. Yeah. But they don't have they, they don't have near the weapons we do. I mean, they got Alvin Kamara. Yeah, uh, they've got a good offensive <clears throat> line, except for now this weakness on their their right mm-hmm. guard. They've got Michael Thomas. 
Now they've got Emmanuel Sanders. Who's, you know, above average, yeah, I would right. say. Yeah. He's not horrible. But we definitely beat him out when it comes to talent mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. And I yeah. would say on the defense, too. Yeah. Definitely on the defense. Yeah. Actually. I don't know. Lattimore's pretty good. But uh, I don't know. I, I, th- I see it as we have the advantage, skill-wise, the only – Problem we might run into is, like you said, they played together longer, and that's a weakness on our side is that we haven't played together at all with our quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the only thing that could keep us from winning. Yeah, I can see that. The growing pains. Mm-hmm. But I just think that Tom Brady and Gronk, they're consummate pros and... You know, Did I don't. You just say Gronk was a pro, a consummate pro. That's the way I would not define him as a party boy. Yeah. Well, as far as his like craft, he's yeah. a football player. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's a I football player. Yeah, he's a football player. So, I mean, they know their positions. They know their craft. Mm-hmm. Both of them. And like we've said ever since Tom Brady got uh, on the team, that you know, defense. Our defense is really special. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a really special defense. And now these guys, you know, like Levante David has been the most underrated defensive player in the league since he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. Never gotten any accolades, no rewards. Even though his stats are better than the guys that did, Luke Keekley and all these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, we've got, what, five uh, uh, nationally televised games this mm-hmm. year. We go from zero. I think six. Six. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> Our defensive guys, all these guys are finally going to get the attention, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they know everybody's going to be watching and they are going to have the chance to shine. I think our defense is just going to be spectacular. I think people are really, really, really going to be surprised. Everybody was surprised last year by mm-hmm. how good our defense was, especially yeah. at the end of the year. But uh, our defensive line was just killing people. And I think this year it's going to be much better, the whole defense. The best part of our defense last year I thought was third downs, like where they were. We could count on them for stops. Yes. Which yeah. it's been so long so since long. that's happened. Did What was the stat? And I remember it last year was we didn't allow a third and. I think like a third and seven or something. Third and seven all year. Yeah. Or it, and, but this was it was this like was, midway through the season. I think it was like game nine or ten. Yeah, we had like not that. allowed a third and long all year. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. So I hope that they can keep that up. Oh, they I will. think they can. I mean, think about all the good things they did last year, and they're just going to build on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and they know they've got all this attention on them now, and they've got, and plus they're going to feel like, you know, if they uh, if they screw up, they've got. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you know, whereas, you know, they haven't had that before. It's been like, you know, if they screw up, the game's over because James mm-hmm. Winston's not going to. Well, James could put up some points, but then he could also just turn the ball right over. And that's another thing, too. Our defense last year, for the past few years since James Winston has been here, has had to deal with short fields so many times during mm-hmm. a game, and especially in important times during the game. They're not going to have to deal with that anymore. Mm-mm. You know, or at least very, very rarely. So, yeah, we we are ready for a knockout season, man. And it's starting with the New Orleans Saints.
All right, so football right around the corner. I two cannot wait. I cannot believe it. it's oh only two days. Yeah. Yep. <gasps> I'm nervous and excited. I'm just excited. And I don't really care how it ends up. Like, it's, yeah, it's right. going to be a good game. Right. It's just, so it's too early in the season to really get hung up on one game. Although, this is one game that could come back to bite us later. Yes. I mean, there's always that possibility. And also, you know, if we do go in and spank the Saints at the Saints in week one, we are going to be talked about for the rest of the season as Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Which we are, but nobody else has realized that yet. But if we beat the Saints at their stadium, yeah, everybody's going to be like, oh, this team is somebody to watch out for. So let's root for that, everybody. I know. I cannot wait. So excited. That's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you know, the best thing to do is leave a comment down there or hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is at the Bucks underscore observer. Uh, go to the website, buccaneersobserver.com. Got our contact information on there. You can shoot us an email or whatever. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Anywhere else? Am I missing something? YouTube's down in the comments. YouTube's down in the comments. Uh, other than that, here we go, man. This is it. The best season that the Buccaneers have ever, ever had. It's coming. It's coming. Get excited. We are going to host the Super Bowl and be in it and win it. First time in history that it's ever happened. It seems appropriate that that would happen with Tom Brady. very appropriate. Right? Very appropriate. It's almost like the... Uh, the stars of a line for us. Oh, wait. He is making history to... Um, I just had that great wrap-up. I know. We wait, no. <laughs> they t- um, Greg Allman. Oh, dang it. Come on, man. Come on. Dead air. I know. <laughs> I forget what the sound is. And now my, I'm freezing. Uh, Tom Brady has the most starts. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Most starts? Wait, the uh he's breaking a record, an NFL record, and beating out Brett Favre. Here we go, I can do this. Week one? Yeah. Really? Four. Let me see what the record is. Okay. For the most games played in the regular season and the playoffs by an NFL quarterback in league history. It'll be his three hundred and twenty seventh. Sweet. 327 games. Sweet. I want Tom Brady to go down as a Buccaneer, not a New New England Patriot. How awesome would that be? If he's just like, this is my team. I like like this town more than the Patriots. I'm going to (laughs) retire. I'm going to retire as a Buccaneer, and I'm going to go into the Hall of Fame as a Buccaneer. What did you see? How crazy would that be? How about if he wins us two, three Super Bowls? Bam, 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 right in a row. Right. Could happen. Back to back. Yeah. We got the team. Well, you saw that little Between Two Ferns episode with (laughs) Gronk and Tom, and uh, they were saying that they had a little whiteboard, and it was kind of like the newlywed game, I guess. Uh And they asked Gronk, and Tom had to answer, what's your favorite outfit? And it was the tank and shorts. And, of course, in Florida, he can wear that all year round. Right. So he's, like, made for Florida. This is true. This is true. And then they asked Tom Brady. The question was, which Super Bowl ring is Tom Brady's favorite? And they both got that one correct by saying the next one. The next one. one. Yes. 
So there you have it. He ain't done yet. He ain't done yet. He's going to get the Bucks one. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks.